What's good, Divine Gang Gang? Welcome to another episode of the Divine Feminine Archetype. Gonna go ahead and start shuffling here. Super excited. I'm pulling from the Goddess Power Oracle deck um, by Colette Baron Reed. I haven't used this one for a while, so super excited to see what the messages are. Gonna keep it just short and sweet and to the point here. And per usual, I don't rush the um, energy. Ooh, a whole bunch came out. Let's try again for one specific divine feminine archetype. Now, the way I like to use this is just what I love is there's such a diversity in the archetypes, right? I think when I first came in to this, I kind of felt like there was just one archetype, but I really couldn't tell you what it was. Maybe just possibly not me, unattainable. But this lets you know that you're allowed to be you. And you have each of the traits and the strengths that are in each of these divine feminines. And it's up to you to balance them out and to master it. Okay? So that's how I use it. I could see something wants to come out. Let's see. Yep. All right. Yep. There we go. Okay. Metis. Wisdom. Wow. Yeah, I was like, I could tell. Something wants to come out. Okay. So, what does she look like, you guys? Of course, she's divine. Um, the number for this one is three and six. And I'm going to just call it off the rip. Like, that talks to me about multiplication. You're able to take three and turn it to six. Um, six is a divine feminine number um, in terms of, yeah. Um, that's part of the reason I like to do these on Fridays, which taps into the Venus energy, um, the sixth day of the week. Um, she has kind of like a headdress on that um, it's kind of hard to explain. She does look serene. I see an eclipse in the background. She has dark hair. Um... Her earrings kind of come down. Um, they're kind of like chandelier earrings. Um, and there's illumination coming from her crown space on her head. I, uh, some of you might remember I did a or, um, podcast on um, there being 12 chakras. If I were to say that this, if I were to say that we're using that chakra system, this would be her crown or her 12th chakra. So let's go look at the guidebook and see what the message is for, for Metis, which is wisdom. Mm. I love that. I think it's still early in the game in terms of what we're learning about divine feminines. Um, I'm really curious to find out what they mean by, by wisdom this early in the game, right? Um, there it is, page 90. So it's the empowerment message is that experience, there we go, kind of answered my question. Experience woven together with knowledge creates a beautiful thing, wisdom. Now, the reason I said I was interested in it is because to me, wisdom comes at the end, right? It comes at the at the end of a journey to me or closer towards after you've been through some things. Um, but what this is telling me is that you know that you're here to get 
wisdom in different things. So now you're paying attention to the energies and the lessons and who's showing up and why and when and how and how you're responding. It's a different approach to wisdom. I think the average 3D person goes about acquiring wisdom by experiencing things, you know, going through the heartbreak, gaining the weight, losing the job, getting fired, you know, um, overdrafting, you know, but it's one thing to know, okay, you know what, I'm going to have to learn to deal with communication, setting boundaries, eating healthy, um, practicing discipline, balancing my checkbook. And so now when you're going through your transactions, you're paying attention. What are my, what's my balance account? Okay. I'm not going to withdraw because it's going to put me in overdraft. Oh, this person wants to, you know, kiss me on the first date and, and is saying that, you know, I need to compromise myself. It's like, well, no, I'm going to set my boundaries. I know my value and know my worth. Oh, I really want to stuff my face with turkey. (laughs) But it's like, no, you know, summer bodies are made in the winter. Um, I can go ahead and have a taste. I can have some mac and cheese and some collard greens. But um, at the end of the day, I'm not going to overstuff myself. I can keep a plate for tomorrow, but at least I'm within my caloric restrictions for the day. Do you see how the energy is different? I think that that is really cool um, for us to know that we need to go into these um, scenarios with wisdom beforehand versus going through it, um, getting chewed up and spit out. So it's experience experience woven together with knowledge creates a beautiful thing, which is wisdom. And I had recommended for um, my young ladies, definitely start to look for, you know, mentors who can, are rooting for you and have your best interest. Unfortunately, there are some women out there that are just as toxic, if not more so toxic. I um, am just leaving you in divine sources hands. Um, It's one of those things where you know, I kind of worry, like, I do worry a little bit, like, man, what if they think that this is a place that's home for them, and they love the quote-unquote traditional values, thinking it's traditional, and then they end up getting abused in that situation. I would say just stay away from anything that has religious underlines with it. Um, Just stay away from any of those, especially from women that are giving counsel on that type of thing. And I'm trusting that you're going to kind of pick up on what's toxic. Um, But yeah. And so then you can leverage their experience, right? Um, and, And their knowledge and get further ahead, right? It says in parts, its parts are intertwined like a finely made rope that is so strong it can't be cut. Wisdom once earned becomes an essential part of you. I absolutely agree. That's kind of like saying you wear wear your stripes proudly, right? When you have your scars, it's like, oh yeah, like we were just watching basketball right now. And um, like the women's basketball. And it's like, I remember playing basketball and having some scars and stuff. And I'd be like, yeah, I I got this when I went up and blocked that shot and this girl hit me and da-da-da. But at the end of the day, now that I'm coaching, you know, my niece through her basketball experience, it's like, when you go up, you're going to want to do this and protect yourself, come down, go for the shot, you know, da-da-da. But the wisdom earned becomes an essential part of you. 
right now, the Greek goddess of wisdom, Metis, says you know exactly what to do in your current circumstances. That's about you trusting your intuition. Um, this is not the time to be asking your friend, um, you know, for advice. If anything, look for a mentor, which is different because sometimes friends can have like the jealousy component or they're not experienced themselves. So what you're looking for in a mentor is someone who has experience and who has knowledge. Like me, I'm single, so I'm not the best person to be taking advice on in terms of like marriage and um and relationships, you know, um, I can just tell you what I've seen from the, what has failed and what not to do. Um, but you would want to talk to somebody, you know, like a mentor who's married with happily married with kids and successful. And so that, 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 um, what do they call it? Like, uh, weeds out, herds out the, thin, the, the, what? Thins out the herd, thins out the herd. Okay, in terms of who would qualify to be your mentor, if they're not happily married with um, a successful business and with kids and healthy lifestyle, then, you know, that's probably not going to be the best mentor for you if you want to be married. Right. But then again, you're going to have a plethora of um, mentors. You're going to have successful businesswomen, and so then you're going to follow them for that aspect, right? And not to say that you can't learn from women who've been through a divorce or have children, you know, you can learn from their failures, but I hope you understand what I'm saying. Like, don't lean too heavily on somebody. Know what, what you're getting out of them. Like, if I'm going to tell you, you know, this is why my relationships failed, it's like, okay, that's what not to do, Right. Um, it says, the real question is, do you have the courage and commitment to make a wise choice? That is huge. Courage and commitment to make a wise choice. You know, that language resonates with me, the commitment part. I don't remember exactly what it was, but somebody was talking about how sometimes we know the answer. But we don't um, stick to it. We kind of fail ourselves. I kid you not, I heard that that message earlier, like within the last two or three days. Your answer is not to hide. You're being invited to look within rather than without. Take the wisdom you already have and apply it to your question. Perhaps, however, you must instead draw forth the humility to find someone wiser to weigh in. Right. So that's that part where, you know, always check inward first. You'd be surprised instead of making your first reaction to go check for a mentor, check within yourself, really sit down and process it. And then it's saying here, sometimes it does take humility to ask somebody wiser to weigh in. Mm -hmm. It says in this powerful time, others may seek you out for your wisdom. This is also an auspicious period when new relationships are founded on deep truths shared with each other. Now, that's funny because we were talking about going into the age of Aquarius and what it means to be um, an advocate. And one of the, the themes surrounding age of Aquarius is about truth. And we're also in this energy going into the... Um, into the, it has energy, the new moon having to do with Capricorn, 
which has to do with relationships and commitment. And so this says, this is an auspicious period when new relationships are founded in deep truths shared with each other. I love it. You are entering a potent period of your life to share all that you are and all you have learned. I'm going to caution that by saying, when it says share all that you are and all that you have learned, um, the all that you have learned resonates with Thursday's message of being an advocate, um, asking, inviting you to step up. You are an expert in your niche and there's people who are depending on you to help them fill in the gap um, because you're, you have mastery in areas that are high vibrational and you help other people get from zero to that. Like me, you know, I would love to have another expert in like health and fitness, right? Um, and so then that's when I would consult with you and and you would help me to, to look at health and fitness on a higher vibrational law than where I'm at right now. But you've been doing this, you're probably a dietitian or a nutritional specialist or that type of thing. Like that's kind of what that's talking about. Um, when it says share all that you have, I want to just caution that. I had mentioned before that with Divine Feminines, we are here in many ways to be of assistance to others, to be a catalyst. And sometimes we fall in love with our assignments. And then when it's time for them to go on and move on, um, now you have the heartbreak. So we have to find, especially for Divine Feminines, ways to interact with other people and understand what those lessons are. Um, I was reading how the different um, zodiac signs are going to be affected by the Venus retrograde. And Taurus was one of those where it's like they like to be in each other's space, but it's like you're not going to just fall in love with with the people that come around this, they're coming around for a lesson and sometimes you're there to teach them, right? So just keep that in mind. You can share all that you have in your divinity, but the boundaries come into where you're not, you know, every masculine that comes into your life is not the one. And more than likely you were sent here to show them something, to illuminate the way and then keep it pushing. Okay. In this powerful time, others, yeah, may seek you out for wisdom. Um, extraordinary things are possible when the goddess Metis reminds you of your wisdom and the need to express it. Now, again, this is that Thursday message where it was talking about you need to step up and um, you need to be visible for the niche that you're good at. And this is telling you, you need to express it. And I talked about how, you know, sometimes it is, it, it really is selfish of you to come here and not do what you were brought here for. You have to express it, especially as a divine. It's your responsibility to help others not go through the same things that you did, whether it's in finances, health, relationships, fi- um, what you, talking about? you know, real estate purchases, um, if you have to do with medical um anything having to do with law, right? With trading, with Forex, with um, with even what fashion, hair care, dental hygiene, sports, athletics, right? Different occupations of being a teacher or 
um, different types of, you know, careers that you have on the job or, you know, being a COO or CFO or marketing director, HR director, right? You need to express it. Here's the alignment message. It says, the goddess Metis learned a painful lesson oh, long ago and does not want you to go through the same experiences. There we go. There we go. She learned a painful lesson long ago and does not want you to go through the same experience. She chose to make herself small, dim her life force and inner light, and reduce her power to keep love. Wow. Wow. Do you hear the wisdom in that? Leverage that wisdom. She made herself small, dim. She dimmed her life force and inner light and reduced her power to keep love. How many times do we do that? Because we want to be loved. And with the gaslighting that happens a lot, you know, with people that don't know your value and they try you, he sure tried it, you know, and they'll tell you, it's not worth the squeeze. What do you bring to the table? You're an, an eight at the best. You're a five. You're a three. You're this, you're that, you're loud, you're toxic, you're ugly, you're too educated. It's your fault that our culture is going through all the stuff it's going through right now. You're not light enough, not dark enough, don't have good enough hair. Right? And so you find yourself in that pick me shit energy where it's kind of like, no, I'm not her. I love you. Let me cook for you. Let me do this for you. Let me not express my concerns, you know, with the ghosting and the orbiting. Um, you know, this is this energy is how you end up also with um, that Danny Lay energy. Yellow bone is what he wants. That's that's exactly what that energy is. Lowering yourself to try to keep love and to make yourself stand out in a way that is kind of like, pick me, pick me, I'm better, you know, and creating this unhealthy competition. If you're what he wants, you you just hold your head up and you keep going and he's going to come and chase after you, right? But she lowered herself, diminished her light, all to keep love, Fighting to keep love, chaser energy. I haven't talked a lot about chaser energy, um, but that's one of the dynamics with the twin flame relationship, right? Who or what in your life is causing you to do the same? Do you dim yourself out of fear or reprisal or because you have a sense that you are un- whoops? Now, this, y'all, <laughs> Thursday's Oracle, my God, I cannot believe this. It says, your life is, it says, do you dim yourself out of fear or reprisal or because you have a sense that you are unworthy and unlovable or perhaps too much, too much or too smart? Y'all, listen, you don't have to go back as you're getting the message here. But if you listen to the Thursday's message, Wealth Oracle, did it now follow the same sequence? It said, step up. 
And remember, I was struggling a little bit with the second card that came out, which was worth. And it talked about love. You are worthy of love just the way you are. In fact, you are love. And here it is again. That's why I'm not I'm not going to worry like you're going to get this message whether you listen to the wealth one and you're about your money, whether you listen to the twin flame, twin flame one and you're about trying to go into union or whether you listen to the divine feminine archetype archetype, you're going to get the messages in the same freaking sequence. You cannot make this stuff up. The same exact order that I pulled the cards, it was um, step up. It was worth, and then it was, um, in worth, it was talking about um, being lovable. And here it is. Do you dim yourself out of fear because you have sense of, that you are unworthy, unlovable, too much, or too smart? I've always t- said it, you know, and you'll continue to hear from me. Don't let anybody gaslight you or, you know... Um, shake you off your square. We've talked a little bit about degrees in education. Um, I think we need to have a little bit more conversations about what that means and being very careful, you know, about where what degrees you're getting because there are some colleges out here that will charge you $115,000 to get a work as a social worker and that job only pays thirty to 40000 when there's other things that you can get licenses in, you know, for a fraction of the price and still make a lot of money in, or making sure that you go to a good college with a good degree. And so that's going to take a little bit of investigation and a little bit of research. And I'm going to try to have those type of conversations. If you want a little bit of insight on education or have a question, Go ahead and put it on under any of the open comments. I check for the, I haven't gotten any comments yet, um, but I see that I, you know, I kind of wait until I see the views. I can tell when my crew has gone through the content. Um, But if I have something in there that has a comment, go ahead and put it in there and I will address it, right? Um, in terms of education, and that way I can fine-tune the message a little bit more. I worked at a at a um, at a educational institution for twenty years, so and went through the system myself. So, and one of the jobs that I worked at was working with. Um, we were one of the first um, one of the first campuses to have a program for freshmen first year freshmen and guiding them through that whole process. So um, I know that there's ways for you to get the maximum out of your degrees, but you have to be careful. Just because it's um, being offered doesn't mean that it's the best for you. And it's not going to give you (laughs) the bet. It's not going to, it's not worth the squeeze, right? And so you're going to have to, if you're the first one to go to college, you're going to need to get a mentor, you know, And sometimes it might not be the best thing to go to someone from that campus because they're just going to upsell you. Or, of course, they're going to tell you to take that program, the social work program from them, even though it costs $115,000. But if you talk to an auntie or somebody from that that you can seek out, they're going to tell you, you can take your social work program. 
degree, but you can get it from this college for less and finish quicker um, for a fraction of the cost, right? So stuff like that. But, but then again, you guys, I really like the idea of entrepreneurship. Um, I really like the idea of not having to go into debt for um, getting, you know, converting and making money. And I think women are creative. And if you start to approach things from a creative standpoint of how to make money, um, I have seen that when women become entrepreneurs, they're um, just as successful or even more so successful than men because they're creative and they strategize. The way that men get ahead is that they strat- that they strategize, right? They're all about um, strategy, but women are creative, but they also multiply. So learn how to leverage that. Okay. Um, it says here, the goddess Metis offers an important alignment task. You must face this fear, this anxiety, and say a resounding no. Even in the face of the greater story of cultural conditioning, mm, be brave and courageous and ask how you can be part of the solution. Playing small, let's go now, Device, divine source going in. Playing small is an excuse to not be accountable for your personal power and not be effective in the world. Again, that goes back to Thursdays. I kind of gave you guys a scolding on behalf of Divine divine Source. I was like, you've got to be responsible for the gifts that you have. You have to be accountable. Same language. You have an abundance of life force energy in you. So come out of the shadows and let yourself shine. Step up, let's step it up. Take the risk and bring your wisdom to the world. We need you. Okay, so if you don't want to hear from me, if you don't want to hear from Big Sis or Auntie or Cuz, right here, Divine Source. Take the risk and bring your wisdom to the world. We need you. I've been talking about, you know, I'm representing for the Scorpio Suns, the Virgo Risings, the North Node, um, Virgo, everything having to do with finances, attention to detail, you know, the real estate, the possessions, the intellect. And sometimes because I have my placements, I can be dark. Sometimes I can be over romantic, you know, looking at things through rose colored lenses. Sometimes I can be, you know, a little bit pessimistic and, and or mysterious. And I'm speaking in code, you know, and, but, we need other people in the divine community and twin flame community to talk about, you know, what their strengths are. It doesn't have to be about relationships. It can be, like I said, about fitness, beauty, finance, real estate, law, right? Those are just a few things. Human rights, um, injustices, Right, we talked about the age of Aquarius. Anything having to do with the age of Aquarius, those themes that I from that chapter that I love to that paragraph I love to read all the time, that's your go-to. But we need you. What's nice about this is and Divine Source is working with me just the same way he's working with you. It's like, listen, uh, I got them. I know he I know he got you. He or she got you. Divine Source has you. Because the energy that's coming up, um, it's going to, you're going to start to feel ambitious. I, I went through each of the zodiac signs for the new moon in Capricorn. 
and you're going to feel that drive to the point where some of you may even burn yourselves out, right? But I want to remind you as I'm signing off here, part of the wisdom is not working just as hard. It's working smarter. Okay. So the mentor might come in, but also you have the experience of what to do and you have your specialty. And so moving forward, it's about uh, working smarter and that will get you results faster, further and higher than before. Like for me, you know, I remember making at this point, I've made so much money at this point, but me making another hundred thousand is going to be, it's way, 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 way faster and quicker and easier than what I've done in the past. Right. But I had to go through some things and I had to learn and I had to seek out some things. Right. What took me 20 years to make, I'm now going to make that in like 24 months, 12 months, easy tops going to sign off. I'm going to charge you with um, love, high vibrational love, love of your life. And the love of your life is you, boo. So show up for yourself. Going to charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates the invisible. Going to charge you with health, with wealth, with wisdom and prosperity. Love each and every one of you. Until the next podcast, peace.